Episode 151 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're still in quarantine because we're good like that. We behave. <laughs> of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Of course. Welcome. Welcome. And we have a very special guest this week, Michael Moeller from the Building Breweries podcast. Hey, what's going on? And I am, of course, am your host, Steve the one who lives in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> you have officially assimilated. Yes. You I was going to say, we got, like a, we got like a Zordon thing going on right now. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have a Zordon thing going on right now. Uh, but we have a Zordon thing going on now. Wait. Oh, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I see you. Uh, you used your off time a lot better than I did. <laughs> Dude, that was you literally descend, you descended. Yeah, that's literally less than an hour of work. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I I spent my time eating Swedish fish instead. Yeah, I threw that together <laughs> at five. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. So I, I, we get to look at that through that the entire episode now. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Well, last week, Ryan from the Field by Hops community was rather critical of me not having an actual photo and just watching that spinning UFO. <laughs> so. I do appreciate that you used a relatively recent photo of you where you have your quarantine haircut. Yes. Yeah, that is very much quarantine hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, can, I can fully appreciate, hence the hat. Yeah. Because uh, I'm about six weeks due here, and it is... Getting bad. Yeah. Well, I, I see Micah has a little bit of hockey hair sticking out the side, too. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've actually, I was actually in, intentionally growing out my hair for a while. And then uh, maybe late February, early March, I was like, all right, I think I'm going to get it cut soon. And then <laughs> this all happened. And <laughs> now I have no choice but to keep going. Your decision got made for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Right oh on. man! So well, what's everybody drinking a, tonight? Oh, well, you, you stepped on my on my line there. I'm sorry. That's all you right. That just you means quick we're enough. the same thing. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Well, in that case, Steve, you go first. What are you drinking? So this week I am drinking the Victory No Brainer IPA. I don't think I've actually heard of that one. I haven't heard of it either, but for some reason I feel like it's probably a staple that I just don't like get all the time. Kind of one of those deals where you always see the new and exciting stuff. Right. From Victory, and they kind of just zoom right past it. Yeah. Yeah. It, but I, I just saw it. Yeah. I saw it in the, uh, saw it in a mix and match and picked it up. Pretty good. As you can see, it's a bit of a hazy IPA, but I don't think it's meant to be a hazy IPA, if you know what I mean. Because mm. right. it's also pretty heavy on the hops. Like it's, you would uh, hate. More, more West Coast than, uh, than mm-hmm. Milkshake. Yeah, yeah, it's not milkshake territory. There's it, like there's a Zaka hops in it, and it's a pretty bitter at like 55 IBUs. You can taste it, 
So it, it's more of a regular, you know, IPA for the East Coast, I would say. IPA classic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> I have no desire. Not interested. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, what are you uh, sipping on for this episode? Are we, are we allowed to drink on this? It's encouraged. Um, yeah, I've got um, this brewery uh, called Gravely here in, in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, they've got a great lager called Sprockets. So I'll put that up here. Oh, very nice. I don't know if you can see that. Um, a hoppy, traditional North German Pilsner with an unbelievably dry finish. Award-winning. It's award-winning. So nice. <laughs> you know it's good. Now's the so time on Sprockets when we dance. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Adam? Yeah. Disappointment, Steve. Disappointment. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's like the third Mike Myers reference I've I've heard today, <laughs> which is this is not necessary in life. But uh, what I'm drinking, I'm continuing my quest to empty the beer fridge before I go out and buy any more. And uh, I once again, I'm I'm dipping into my uh, my Southern Tier stash, and I've got the Cold Press Pump King from I don't know a while ago, 2018 maybe. No, this is a 2017 vintage Mm. so this has been sticking around for a while uh but uh, we've had this on the show before and it ended up in the back of the fridge now it's in front of me and it's still good it's still got the coffee it's still got the pumpkin uh it's just not the right time of year for it still nine percent it's uh what is it eight six i think it is yeah eight six yeah this is also the second pumpkin beer that you've drank since we've gone into quarantine oh i know (laughs) I've got one as well waiting for me in the fridge, and I just I just just can't do it yet. No, well, that's why I'm getting into the this beard because it's we're getting into the bottom of the barrel here. I'm <laughs> running out of the stash really quick, but I'm that's I, I'm at the point where I just want to rush through the rest of it so I can go get new stuff. Well, maybe. I, I, maybe. I mean, I I know this you know doesn't apply to Mike much, but uh, the Pittsburgh release schedule that. Cans Pittsburgh was putting out today mm-hmm. is full up. Like Abjuration has like a candied watermelon sour coming out. I saw that one. I yeah. uh, I might have to make a trip. Yeah, Chris I might House have is, to break my own rules. <laughs> Chris House has got a shitload coming out, and uh, Bloom Brew has started canning now, and oh. they, they have like four coming out. See, that would be a good excuse to go take a bit of a solo road trip. Yeah. I don't know where they're getting distro into. I think it just might be at the brewery, but right, it, and they're either two tunnels or the long way around. Yeah, down seventy and whatnot. Right, super right. good local humor, <laughs> especially for our <laughs> guests from Kentucky. <laughs> I love it. It is totally applicable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that they're they're uh, they're canning now. So yeah. when this is all over, I can go get some. Right. Yeah. That that is a plus. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are sitting with our friend Mike from Kentucky and from the Building Breweries podcast. But you may remember him from episode 93 of our own podcast when we featured his story that he had wrote for the Kentucky Sports Network, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just kind of throwing it around. And um, uh, Kentucky Sports Radio it has mm. a pretty large following here in town or really throughout the state. So, they yeah. got it. But yeah, you you wrote this awesome article about Stephen Foster, who was this brewery con man 
who was getting jobs and just like fucking up every brewery <laughs> <laughs> that he worked at. He he was essentially like I mean that was our Tiger King of brewing culture because oh, there, there's I mean there's been nothing else like that story that's come out. <laughs> I uh, you know I, I I've never met the guy. I've seen plenty of pictures of him at this point, and uh, you know what I, th- I think I think. Joe would be, you know, a, a solid 10 compared to him. That's mean. That's, I mean, that's mean. He's, yeah, not an attractive guy, but yeah. Also, <laughs> he doesn't have tigers, so double. Tigers are cheap nowadays, though. Yeah. No, like, what, 2500 bucks? Sure. I mean, tigers, gas, everything's cheap now. <laughs> <laughs> so. So within that story, uh, you wrote it uh, like a year or so ago. Have has there been any follow up with that? No, not really. Um, there was this guy, maybe two months ago. Um, he had this beer YouTube channel, and he decided to share that story. Um, and kind of went through the the same timeline. Um, and if I remember correctly, in the comment section, there was it just kind of opened up. The, the can of worms again. So everybody was talking about the latest rumors that they heard. I don't know. I haven't heard anything else, anything new. Um, kind of was asking around, but what I said about a year ago supposedly still stands true today. And that's no new news might be in Illinois. Right on, right on. Yeah. Hey, hey is, that's better news than he found his way into another brewery and ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause yeah. I, I believe he, uh, uh, what, what's the cidery that's out by us, Adam? That he spent time at. Oh, what the devil was that? Uh, he spent uh, Windridge. Yeah, Windridge. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he'd spent some time out here in PA, screwing things up, screwing things up in Florida, screwing things up in Texas. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the whirlwind of, of Arizona. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I, I reached out to um, a guy in oh, was it in the Bahamas somewhere somewhere down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a, a, a rum producer, and uh, I emailed him about Stephen Foster, and you know he wouldn't respond back. And I, <laughs> I work in PR, so like I'm pretty uh, persistent about following up. <laughs> um, and finally, the guy was like, "Michael, it was a long time ago. I would have to dig up a lot of records, and frankly, I'd rather not think about him." Just don't I was think. Like, about all right, him. all right. <laughs> that's all. That's it, man. That's all I need to know. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, just don't think about those nightmare employees again. <laughs> so, awesome. So you're also uh, you mentioned you're in PR and you have your podcast and but you also uh, do some work at the Akasha Brewery. Is that right? Akasha, yeah. Akasha. Um, sadly, not anymore. I just <laughs> so at the end of um, I, I left um, on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was my last shift there. Uh, I thought it was a nice round date to to end. Just the the, the thought process was. <laughs> Uh, was that in uh, 2020, I really wanted to step back away from things. I was just wanting to get some stuff off my plate. Little did I know that three months later, the entire world would shut down and I'd get my wish. Um, <laughs> like I, have, I, I work from home, so I'm home all the time. And I just wanted to, you know, I was out like every night, either working or doing side projects or on freaking comedi- committees or whatever. W- weekends were busy. And I was just like, all right, let's cut a few things out and then yeah all of a sudden just like 
All right. Well, I'm just never leaving my house ever again. <laughs> oh, just went, went from 100 to a zero real quick. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, Akasha, that was, that's, a, that's a fun place. I still go there as often as I can. I live a five-minute drive away, um, known for their kettle sours and doing some pretty um, crazy things. I mean, they, they, they give me, like, in a, in a good way, in the best way possible and not in the worst way possible, they give me 450 vibes now oh, okay okay <laughs> and not and not lying about anything yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but but just like they're um they repurpose i'm gonna i'm gonna use the phrase repurpose content so they have a great uh goza and you know mm-hmm. what they'll put anything they want to in that goza and it's gonna be great so mm-hmm. just constant new releases um and it's just you know fun place to go right. yeah we uh, uh we mentioned our that brewery abjuration yeah, earlier and they do very similar where they just find a very good base recipe and then that base recipe services like all kinds of stuff like they have a milkshake latte and then that milkshake latte becomes a chai latte a matcha latte you know a chocolate latte it becomes all those things so yeah we we understand and we're not mad at that kind of repurposing no, absolutely not <laughs> that's great that's a great formula yes Oh, and, and, and it's working. So I, I, I love every, every brewery here. Um, they're really one of the only breweries that are kind of em- embracing the, the weekly new release here in mm-hmm. town. Um, there, might, there might be a couple others that I'm not really remembering. Um, but as far as I can tell from the social media landscape, they are producing something new two times a week. Um, crowlers, four packs, whatever. Just trying to get people to come in, curbside, order online, then get the hell out and go drink at home. Oh, that's interesting. So, so have you had any any brewer, local breweries kind of uh, not necessarily embrace, but uh, even go the other direction and, and shut down or suspend operations? Or what is the, the beer scene like down there right now? Um, nope, nobody has really shut down operations completely. So against the grain, um, probably the either the largest or the second largest producer here. Um, they have uh, a few different, they have a production facility. They have a smokehouse facility, uh, kind of like a restaurant brew pub. And then they have this other new smaller property that they just purchased, um, like six months ago. Uh, the production facility is still, I mean, they're going to be fine there. I mean, they're, they distribute like worldwide. Um, the smokehouse they did ultimately close down um, for, you know, the remainder of this quarantine thing. And so they kind of shifted focus on going all out into the, that smaller um, brew pub facility that they just recently opened. But other than that, are people, no, nobody else is really closed. Um, I would say actually people are expanding the days that they're open. Um, uh, Just trying to get, people to swing through because I, I it's kind of a, um, an interesting thing to think about because yeah I might not go to a brewery every day but I might decide to stop by one since I'm in the area and then bring some mm-hmm. home for later right so yeah you don't have that time commitment you have yeah. to you know sit there and drink a beer you know you can just swing in 10 minutes you're out again yeah no so, so it's it's been interesting to watch and, and I was and still am pretty worried about everybody here but it's you know week four week five of kentucky's own shutdown um i'm I'm really proud to see how these people have kind of persevered and used some cool innovations uh, in their favor that's great 
Has uh, has anybody uh, gotten into delivery? Because I know delivery has gotten really big here in PA. Yeah, um, a, a few. A few breweries are, are getting t- into uh, delivery. Uh, it's just really entertaining to watch, too. Not just breweries, but uh, there's a beer store, too, here, Louisville Beer Store, uh, and uh, a sister uh, company called uh, Holy Grail. Uh, if you're ever in Louisville, it's like the best place to ever go. Um, it's great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love all these people, you know, offering to deliver. And I'm... I'm an idiot because I live uh, in a in a pretty central part of town, and I'm next to all these places. And like, part of me is like, no, I should just like get them to deliver this because I don't really want to go out. <laughs> just like no, <laughs> I live a literal five minute walk away from one of them. I feel like I should at least go down and pick mm. it up. And <laughs> I remember um, when we did an episode on Kentucky, episode 105. If you want to go back and listen to that, um, but we got some uh, refer- uh, like uh, suggestions from you and. I looked into that Holy Grail when you uh, mentioned right. it and I looked into it and it's a place that's basically built on an old church, serves German food and has a shitload of Belgians. And as far as I know, that's very you know appropriate for anybody coming from PA. We'll oh, lo- we love all those things. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a great, it's a great spot. It's um, it's attached. Uh, so the same company has three different um, businesses, one being Louisville Beer Store, the other one being Holy Grail, and then the other one that I don't think I've mentioned was Grail House. Grail House and Holy Grail share the same beer garden. So um, it basically, it's like the backyard to both buildings. Oh, cool. And uh, Grail House is kind of like this breakfast coffee spot, but it also doubles as a um, uh, bed and breakfast. So you can stay the night at, oh. up in this place. Um, and then you can go down on Zwan's day for the Cantillon release right into the beer garden there and just hang out there all day oh, long. Oh, that sounds it's, fantastic. It's a, it's a great spot. Yeah, I would be all about that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool as hell. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like a little bit like uh, what Columbus has with the, the BrewDog Hotel, except for closer. And <laughs> and probably, I'd be more willing to support it. And you're not, be, you're not beholden to drinking BrewDog either. Yeah. Right. You all, you all said it, uh, not me, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, some of their, you can quote me on that. Yeah, some of their beers are fine, but, uh, you know, Grail House has a, uh, or Holy Grail has a wide selection, so. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. No, I forgot I mentioned those. Um, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great spot. Please visit whenever you can. Yeah. I would love to go back to Louisville. That was a great town. I, I know Steve and I were there. What was that? Ten? Has that been ten years now? Uh, I wouldn't say ten. I think been longer. Than seven. Been. Seven. All right. Seven years. Yeah, been there. Yeah, not, not much as <laughs> not much was here seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could kind of say the same thing about Pittsburgh. It's been five or six years of rapid growth here, because. A grist house only celebrated their fifth year anniversary, mm-hmm. and I would say they were kind of on the, not necessarily the leading edge, but they were the first part of the tidal wave. Yeah, they were they were the first part of the second wave because before that it was just Penn Church, and a couple other places that were right. doing craft beer, and then yeah, grist house was like the first part of the second wave of just everybody that came through. Yep. Is is Wawa out by you all in that part of Pennsylvania? That's the the wrong end. Ah, shoot. That's no. great. We're Wawa. we're in Sheets Country. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Sheets Country. <laughs> also, get go. <laughs> we. I will say I I never have bad things to say about Wawa, 
because I, I went to Penn State. So a lot of times I'd go to Philly and New York for concerts, and we'd stop at Wawa on those trips. And, you know, best hoagies. You can't, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sheets. <laughs> I don't really I think don't. you have to apologize for that. I do, because I love Sheets, and I don't want them <laughs> to feel like I'm not going to eat there anymore. Yeah, well, well, Sheets has their own thing with the Wisconsin cheese bites. I will always go there for the Wisconsin cheese bites. Fair enough. So, so Wawa can have the subs. I don't mind. I was, I was driving <laughs> through, and I literally went about um, round trip uh, about an hour out of my way. So 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back to where I'm supposed to be just to get to a Wawa <laughs> so I can have a, a chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. That, that thing was delicious. So That's I'd, I'd go back there I like time. it. If you're already on a vacation or a work trip, you might as well just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, break, uh, the I almost called it breaking brews that somebody else. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> no. I want to talk about your podcast, Building Breweries. Uh, you you started in 2016, and you've been yeah. at it since then. So you've you got a year on us. And funny enough, you started in March. And we started in March of 2017. Wow. And Fuel by Hops started years. in March of 2018. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. You're, you're on episode one. This 151. is 151. 151. All right. So I have a third of the episodes that you all have. Uh, I, I, do not have I do not have the commitment. I remember the, the first year I started out, maybe the first six months I started out, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this uh, every other week. And I'm going to get these guests lined up every other week. I'm going to do it um, 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, and all of a sudden, I just was burnt out. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, slow down. So then every once in a while, you know, maybe I'm producing maybe four episodes a year, once a quarter um, at, at this point. Because the entire podcast's premise was I was interviewing the founders and the owners of the breweries to kind of just, A, understand who they are as a person and why they decided to go into this business. And then also how do they make their own business stand out? So is it in the, um, is it in the beer itself? Is it their marketing or do they have a, a, a cool brewery location? Um, why are you in beer? That's really what I wanted to know. And, and conversely, I also didn't really know anything about beer at the time either. So I was legitimately like trying to do this just so I could teach myself some things by listening to these guys talk about themselves. Um, but then every once in a while, you know, something cool would stand out to me. But for the most part, uh, the more episodes I did, the more interviews I did, it's just like, all right, these guys homebrewed in college or maybe they homebrewed in high school. <laughs> and they thought, okay, let's open up a brewery. And, <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, maybe they are doing something cool and unique. Uh, but at the end of the day, if, if I'm not looking forward to doing the interview, I don't really want to do it or want to put the effort into it. Um, uh, I like what I like this model that you all have because you, you're inviting people that aren't just brewery owners onto it. So that's something I should consider doing at some point, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I did, I, I did learn to deviate. Um, I've had uh, various people f- from within the beverage industry. So people that call themselves like craft beer attorneys, uh, I think in 2018 or 2019, uh, I had somebody that um, owns an architecture firm, 
and they literally build breweries like they design and build breweries and i thought that was a pretty cool thing uh, for the industry um so there are these little sideline stories that i'm starting to learn to appreciate and and to incorporate um but for the most part it's just it's something fun that i do when i want to when i want to talk to somebody fun right on and and you do have some pretty interesting guests for anybody who wants to go back and listen to your back catalog. Like uh, you had the you had Sam Cass, who was the chef at the White House uh, when Obama was president when they first brewed the first uh, beer in the White House. The, oh, the uh, uh, ale to the chief. Mm-hmm. Ale that, to the chief. Yeah, that uh, the honey ale. So uh, that that's a cool one. And then you also got John Hickenlooper, who is governor of Colorado. I got him on his like third or fourth last day as governor of Colorado mm-hmm. before uh, before he had to leave office. Uh, I, I loved, uh, that was a great episode. Uh, I was trying to get that interview for three, four months. And again, because I'm just like, hey, following up. Um, very <laughs> persistent in my emails. I finally was just like, all right, let's do it. What are you doing December 23rd? Uh, can you talk? I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. And I released it like maybe the next day because um, I was just like, can't wait, just get it out there for christmas um and that yeah that was fun so yeah so uh what's what you know what's cool about him is not only is he the governor of colorado and he oversaw the growth of of craft beer um throughout the years also mayor of denver but you know he um he helped found and open up uh wine coop wine coop wine coop wine coop i would say yeah Wincoop. yeah Wincoop um in in denver which was one of i think i mean it was the first craft brewery um in denver yeah, it was it it opened up in '88, so it was one of the really really early ones, and uh, it's I f- believe that's the one that's also famous for having the bull testicle stout. So, <laughs> I, I actually did not know that. I you, no, we learned that on a very early episode, Adam. Right, there you, you just go. Just forgot I, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what kind of brain do I have, Steve? You have goldfish brain. There you <laughs> no, go. So yes. you you did invite people to go back and listen to the back catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, you sure do it. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> I, I don't recommend episodes earlier than like 2018 for a reason. And that's just because the audio quality was at a two and now it's at like maybe a six, but, um, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the, we get the, 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 yeah, the, I mean the, the initial interviews were, were great gets and I'd love to go back and like do those again because I actually have slightly better sound now and a slightly (laughs) better uh interview form i mean my very first episode was with trey white he's no longer there but he was i don't think he's there anymore but he was the president of anderson valley Um, okay and I had no business talking to him on this first episode. <laughs> I I was asking some of the dumbest questions anybody could have ever asked in a beer podcast. <laughs> and I remember I remember I actually emailed them back and was like, I'm really sorry, but thanks for doing that. <laughs> and I mean, I think I kept the episode up for maybe like six months and then I started getting some new episodes that were a little bit better. Uh, and then I, I, I have no record of that episode ever happening. I could, I took it down. I, I think I deleted the original interview. So that's, that's gone lost forever. So now the unofficial first episode is Ryan Geis in Cincinnati. Oh, oh yeah. We like them. Yeah. yeah. We, we've had them on the show more than once. Great. Yeah. And I've had them in just in regular drinking sessions <laughs> more than once. Yeah. I enjoy their slang, Gria. 
And mm-hmm. I also drink their oh, yeah. ciders. I don't know. I like my cideys. <laughs> so we can we can appreciate uh, the early episode uh, issue in terms of quality and in terms of you know formatting and how to to work with things. And you haven't found your true voice yet. Mm-hmm. The first, I'd say, probably 15, 20 episodes. I would not recommend to anybody. I, I yeah, <laughs> I would not. Re- I would not recommend our first ten, and then. I would say even after that, we improved our audio quality by around episode 50 or so. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, we get it's it. A, all all yeah. part of the process, though. <laughs> but also, but also, yes, please listen to every episode ever. <laughs> Twice those, if you need to. Yeah, boost those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're winding down this first segment here. I just wanted to come back to what everybody's drinking. And uh, Adam, why don't you start us off? How do you yeah. how do you feel about what you're? The cold press coffee pumpkin, uh, 2017 edition. It's still good. Wrong time of year. I'll admit, I'm. Uh, it's getting into late April, so I'm starting to look for those grass cutters. I'm starting to look for the hefeweizens, things like that. But I mean, it's kind of a crappy day today, so this beer fits quite well. Mm-hmm. So I still like it. I'm still jamming on it. Yeah, it's still chill enough that that, that yes. works. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, this beer is not does not go into the stout category where all weather is stout weather. All weather is stout weather. So this one kind of you, you kind of have to play by the rules a little bit with this one. Right on, Mike. How about you? How are you? Uh, the, the the sprockets is still good. Uh, like I said, gravely. Um, it's a lager and weirdly enough, I know like lagers and pilsners are you know the reason why breweries really don't make them that often is because they're really easy to mess up and if you don't have a good one then people are going to know at the same time it's hard for me not to like a, a lager so you know it could be a mediocre one and i'm just like this is great uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this is still tasting good nice. right on steve and how about uh, what you got going on yeah of course i, I finished my can of no-brainer ipa by victory and hey it's a, it's a fine drinking ipa it doesn't cross that line of being soft baby kisses from a New England IPA, so you know I like that, but it's not a complete palate wrecker. You know, it's not West Coast and death. So yeah, it's right down the line. I enjoy it. So it's it. kind of like a like a St. Louis IPA. It's right in the middle. Sure. <laughs> or <laughs> just call it a Philadelphia IPA. <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> so yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with segment two, and Mike's going to help us review episode two of Bruise Brothers on Netflix. Can't, I can't believe I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little preview as to how he feels. <laughs> and we'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. 
Alright, welcome back to episode 151 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and unfortunately I have no Bacardi in my fridge because the damn state won't sell it to me. <laughs> uh, have you tried to go online and, and get the online sales going? Yes, I've tried to go online and get the online sales going. <laughs> I think now that they're opened up to where we can call and do curbside pickup, I think I'll be able to get through. Because I know which less frequented <laughs> liquor store I'll go to. <laughs> but you know how to game the system? I think I have a game the system plan. But yeah. <laughs> Mike, you don't have that problem in Kentucky, no. do you? No. Yes. <laughs> Land of three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yes, we are still joined by Michael Muller from the Building Breweries podcast. As well as everything else he does in the beer world all his articles that he writes and Kentucky Sports Radio where you can find his awesome Stephen Foster article. That for sure is evergreen. You can go back and reread that and yeah. enjoy that story. <laughs> that is such an enjoyable story despite what a shitbag that dude was. <laughs> d- d- disclaimer, disclaimer, just so I don't get in trouble. That, that's really the only article I've ever submitted to KSR. Okay. So, I'm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> in our book, it still counts. Cool. All right. <laughs> So we're back with segment two, though. Yes. And I have a new beer. Do you have a new beer, Adam? No, I'm still working on the uh, the pumpkin, but I got an anchor steam in reserve just in case. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> where the hell did you find an anchor steam? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember ever seeing that in your fridge. <laughs> no, it exists. It's a thing. It's, I know, and I definitely didn't here. put it in there. Yeah. I don't ask me when I bought it, but I have it. Okay. Well, I see Mike's pouring one up. If he would like to talk about his, he can. <laughs> I've got a new one. I, I like to call it Cease and Desist IPA. Uh, mm-hmm. Forest Ghost. Ah, nice. Yeah, so Forest Ghost from um, from Mile Wide, also here in Louisville. Double dry hopped Northeast IPA. I had it when it first came out, and it was very green, and I haven't had it since, so I'm wondering what it's like. Uh, was like three weeks later. I'm sure it's great. So you 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 had called it the cease and desist up here in Pennsylvania. We have a a cease and desist beer. Oh, really? Yeah. It was uh it was it was originally called I think it was the Red Rider. Mm-hmm. It was a play off of the a Christmas story, the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. And they they got a cease and desist letter, so they kind of rolled with it and changed the name of the beer to the Old Red Cease and Desist. And that that I'll tell you what that's probably one of my top twenty beers. I really like that beer. Yeah. Uh, Against the grain here in Louisville also had um, something I can't remember the exact name, so this is just a stupid story now. But um, they had something to do with um, uh, Macho Man, and uh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, it was uh, it was a Pilsner, and it had something. The name had something to do with Macho Man, and they had it in their classic Against the Grain type character. Uh, on the can of a big like, okay. wrestler, and they got in trouble for it, so they called it retitled Pilsner. Oh, nice. uh, you know what? I've actually seen that in uh, stores up here. We get we do get it some against the grain up this way. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, it. No, so. you know, it's clearly you know Disney is not very um, happy about their <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a good, it's a good way to get in trouble. Yeah, Disney so, doesn't. Steve, to clarify, when you say we get it. Is that we Pennsylvania, we West Virginia, or we Ohio? Not we West Virginia, but we Ohio and we Pennsylvania. 
Okay, just just making sure. Yeah, I'm, I I've seen the entire lineup. Well, not the entire lineup, but I would say all of the uh, staples or flagships from Against the Grain down at Mindful, include, oh, okay. including the Brown Note, which we oh. never ever bothered to pick up. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, I have seen that down there. Yeah, it's a, it's a good beer. I just a... can't do it. <laughs> can't like if I could get it. it on draft, I'd be good with it. Totally right. But that can that can art is ooh, something else. Business. <laughs> so I've got something That's... new. Is... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Don't mind me. No poop jokes. <laughs> I was gonna talk about the the show. Well, oh. I mean, oh, it, yeah. like it goes hand in hand. It uh, does. Yeah, exactly. It does tie in. So I'll, I'll be quick then. Uh, what I'm drinking now, though, is uh, Jackie O's raspberry wheat. Ooh, how is that? It is not bad at all. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, I, it, I know I've had it. it. It's very like it's not overly sweet, but it is sweet. So, okay. but it's yeah, it's easy drinking. Obviously, it's not hoppy because it's a wheat ale, and you can see that there's a lot of shit floating around in there. Because it's <laughs> it's made with raspberry puree, <laughs> so yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's really good. It's easy drinking, and this is the first Jackie O's beer I've had since I had their Java the Stout. To okay. Tie, tie back into other Disney properties getting stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's stealing everything nowadays. Yeah. That, that Java the Stout, I did not like. I was one of the worst beers I've ever, I've had in a while, and. I didn't drink Jackie O's for years <laughs> until now. So. <laughs> so they're back in your good graces? Yes, I'm happy to report this one is very good, and I would drink again. Good. They're not going down the path of uh, Evil Twin. Right. <laughs> Evil Twin is banned on this show, by the way, Michael, in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, say that yeah. again? I said Evil Twin is banned on this show, in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. They, they, they've had enough chances... We brought them on the show enough, and they just, uh, just really? not good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, outside of the show, like we've drank a lot of their stouts, and they all just taste the same. Yeah, yeah. And then on the show, we've had one beer that was called the Sour Bikini, that was near undrinkable, and then we had another one that was Coffinade, that was coffee and lemonade, and that was completely undrinkable. Yeah, that that was. <laughs> I, I, I put that. Yeah. Ugh. One of the bottom five beers on this show, without a doubt. You know, I was a couple of years ago, I was working at that Louisville beer store place I was alluding to, and I just remembered getting shipments of new Evil Twins every every week, and I was just like, really? This? Something new that somebody won't drink? <laughs> <laughs> More shelfies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I am always surprised when I go to Vintage Estates, and they have that huge rack of Evil Twin stuff. Apparently it sells. I guess there it does. I mean, somebody's got to be buying it. Yeah. I just It won't be me. <laughs> and speaking of not buying it, I don't buy this show <laughs> by Netflix. It's <laughs> a great segment. Ah, yes. The Bruce Brothers conversation. Yeah. The, the one thing that we, we dedicated ourselves to do for the next... Now it's now six weeks after this. Six more weeks. Six more weeks of bad shows. <laughs> Well, Ryan, last week, uh, Ryan from Fuel by Hops, he went through the entire series. He said it got better. How much better, he didn't say, but he said it got 
better. Now, that, that's totally the, is that Duval? Is that the Duval font? I think it is. It's definitely a ripoff font from something, yeah. else, something else. God, what a show. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, why don't you start us off, Michael? You, you kind of ended the last segment with your displeasure for it, and we already voiced our displeasure with episode one last week. Uh, you've caught up, though. You've watched the first two. I did. Yeah, I watched. I watched two of them last night, so it's still kind of still kind of fresh. Um, right, right, right off. I mean, how do I even start this? Um, I, I <laughs> just rip the bandaid off. Just go. Yeah. I I liked the league, or at least when it was out and whatever age I was, I liked it. Um, mm. I love it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is one of my favorite shows. It's the most up there with like Seinfeld and community. It is like one of the most rewatchable shows for me. I could watch it every single day, the same episode twice a day, really. Um, so I got vibes from both the league and it's always sunny, uh, throughout the series, or at least (laughs) rather the first two episodes that I watched, um, kind of the same character dynamics. Uh, what's the guy's name? Chewy. I guess he's kind of like the Charlie of the bunch, um, yeah, Sarah, yeah, he's like drink. He's out there drinking um, antifreeze. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I guess uh, I, I have a couple of issues with it. I mean, I don't even. I'm just ranting at this point. But I mean, one Rant of the issues, <laughs> one of the issues that I have with the show is that it. Um, the the biggest issue that I have with the show is I have no idea who the show is for. Um, who is their target audience? Is it is it for beer nerds? Is it for people who has a beer nerd friend that they want to make fun of occasionally? I, I don't know because the thing that I noticed that there are random like industry type inside jokes throughout the show that mm-hmm. are kind of funny. Like, all right, you, you all did some research on this. I could tell like this is this is good. I don't think uh, my friends that aren't in beer would necessarily get this. Um, but at the same time, they two seconds later they just make fun of them for it, um, yeah. and, and I don't understand because it's it's are you are you trying to just piss off the craft beer community because that's apparently <laughs> what you're trying to do <laughs> um, quite successfully if you look at Twitter yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and and also just I I like I mean I. I, I don't mind raunchy shows. I again, I liked the league. I like it's always sunny. Um, but there is something about this show where they bring on some like raunchy jokes. I'm just like, that's not funny. That's just gross. So I, I don't. That's my overview of the show. If we want to talk about episode two, we can. But just right off the bat, that is that's the best. Okay, so you're showing um, uh, poor dog. First of all, um, uh, yes. <laughs> That, that that dog is my favorite in the entire. That's my favorite character. Fr- uh, Fri- <laughs> I think that's everybody's favorite character. Yes, Friar who? Friar John? Uh, Friar Lucas? Fri- sure, that, yeah. best character, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, for those of the you that are listening to just the audio uh, on the video, I brought up a picture from this episode, and it's when the main character Adam is feeding his pee to the dog. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> boy oh boy. So yeah, who is that joke for? That's a very good point. Who is that yeah. joke for? Yeah, it, like again, the, there's points to gross out humor, but with episode one, they already had the dog make that guy come, and now mm. they're feeding the dog pee. 
Like, poor dog, as Michael yeah, said. The, yeah, the dog didn't do anything. The dog does not deserve any of this. Every you know? every joke lasts about 60 seconds too long, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they yeah. had this, um, they had this, like, random Family Guy-esque throwaway scene where they're just like, oh, yeah, bedwetting, and then they, like, go back to when they were kids, and I, I just didn't get the, the joke. It just fell flat, and it lasted two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, like, it could have been achieved just through dialogue of just them saying, yeah, I used to piss his bed. Yeah. That's uh, all. Like, yeah. But they need the pad for time to make it, like, 20 <laughs> minutes because otherwise they don't have a full episode. Right. So, yeah, it, episode one was completely insufferable. And <laughs> I found episode two perhaps not as bad, but it's still, like, it's still... I did. I still didn't laugh once. No. <laughs> like during the show, I didn't laugh no. once. It was so, awful. And, and I'll admit, last night because I watched it last night as well, mm-hmm. I I kind of had to convince myself to watch it. Uh huh. Because episode one was just just not good. It's like, all right, it's it's for the podcast. It's for the greater good. I watch it. I yeah. watched it, and then. Because usually, if you you know you're on a streaming service or something like that, you're very tempted just to watch the next show. Mm-hmm. I had no desire. Right. No desire. Like, all right, I I I did my homework. I paid my penance. I'm done. <laughs> Going back to something else. <laughs> and it's same with me. I I I did not feel the need to watch episode three. I was just like, okay, well, that's done for this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Steve won't be mad at me. I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Was and, there and, was there a good. joke that you all laughed out loud? At in in episode two, no, I haven't laughed once in the past no. two episodes. Like not once. No, I laughed once. Uh, in okay, go, two. go ahead. What? Yeah, what was the bright spot for you? Uh, it was. Um, you know, I may have laughed twice. I, I thought the first scene, uh, it was the the glass cleaning scene, was kind of funny because um, I have also kind of met people like that where they're cleaning the glass and she's like, you know what? No, it's not good enough. <laughs> Throw it out. Um, but the joke that I thought was the best in, in both episodes that I think nobody will get, and they didn't go on to explain it or, or like treat us like we were stupid or anything, but the, uh, it was an Emily Post joke. Do you all know who Emily Post is? Yes. 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 Miss Etiquette. Miss Etiquette. And they did that joke, and I think they may have brought it up like twice in 10 seconds, which is like a miracle as far as that show goes. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> It was it was surprisingly I I guess highbrow yes. would be the word I would use yes yeah it, and then they went right back to pee humor yes well yeah it it is surprisingly highbrow compared to the fact that most of the most of this episode is centered around pee like this is the pee yeah. episode <laughs> like they're feeding pee to the dog there's all kinds of there's the flashback about peeing the bed eventually we get to the point where this classic cat skills humor of dumping a bucket of pee on one brother is like uh uh if you're yeah, I, if, if you have a pee fetish this is the episode for you you're down and then they Steve, spent, could, could you yeah. ever imagine having to say that sentence out loud uh, if you have a pee fetish this is the episode for you well, what the what I say last week? I said bestiality by proxy was last yeah. week's phrase. Yeah, they're so, making you form sentences that shouldn't exist in the first place. They're not good. And then they spend all the time. Well, at least Adam's character spends 
pretty much the entire episode of accusing Sarah of drinking pee. Yeah. Like yeah, real, there's a real big hang up here. Yeah, it is just uh it is exhausting is what it is. It's maybe like, maybe I missed it being miserable in the show. Um but they <laughs> but they they alluded to Sarah. Actually, they didn't allude to. It. They just straight up said that Sarah was the one that brought Adam to the brewery. Um Yes. Did they explain why? Uh you know what? I think that's still lost on me as well. They better explain it because so far there's been no reason. There there was no in episode 1 or episode 2. Adam mm-hmm. did not do anything. No, he has brought no redeeming qualities no. whatsoever. The be- I I thought, you know, uh when they were doing the the presentation for the the Steve Rosani or whatever his last name is, uh the 911 Renazizi. Razini, yeah, whatever. Um <laughs> Rigatoni. Yeah. <laughs> um I I thought that all right, so this is going to be Adam's chance like to show his worth. And so that's mm-hmm. why Sarah brought him into the brewery because he can make good beer and mm-hmm. he's going to at least help this place turn around even though he's kind of quirky and weird. And then all of a sudden, no, it was actually that guy's beer. Oh, and also guess what? It had it had piss in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be a giant piece of shit. Yeah. And then when they had the opportunity to sell the stout, he tried to stop them from selling the stout because he thought it was an inferior beer, but they're making a sale. Yeah. So he's not a good businessman. He's not a great brewer. And he's an overall nuisance and asshole. He's the worst character. <laughs> like, he has no redeeming qualities. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's almost it, it's almost like they they saw Sheldon Cooper on the Big Bang Theory and decided to put him in a brewery and then crank him up to eleven. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't that just make you feel bad? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, even worse. At least I mean I don't watch the Big Bang Theory, but the the main gist is that Sheldon is always right. You just have mm-hmm. to deal with his personality. This is if they took Sheldon and then Dennis from Always Sunny, because. <laughs> Even though Dennis is, you know, very forceful and confident, he's also stupid and makes mistakes himself. So you mix those two characters of complete unlikability, (laughs) and then you have Adam, and then put a scarf on him. There you go. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But unfortunately, without him, what story would they have for the brewery? They, they They can still come up with stories of, like, they have to sell beer. They have to, you know, deal with Chewy inviting his mm-hmm. old workmates in. You can still deal with those without Adam. You just have to find a reason for Adam to be there. Like right. Michael's saying, he has no reason to be there because he hasn't proved his worth in any way. Mm-hmm. And uh, D- Doug from Should I Drink That in Yin's Love Barbecue, he-, he mentioned this last week, but he said that uh, he said Adam is basically craft beer facebook come to life yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and he's right he's think about it he thinks he knows everything he wants to brew beers but then shit on every other beer and brewery and everything possible he's not good he's toxic for everything (laughs) i think that's an excellent word to use it's just toxic yeah (laughs) Ugh. all right yeah i don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) (laughs) so i i do have one redeeming quality i'm gonna try i'm gonna try every week to come up with a redeeming quality for the show (laughs) you're gonna try to do a compliment sandwich 
it's an open-faced one because I can't come up with two. <laughs> but yeah, we used to do compliment sandwiches in film school. So yeah, I'm going to try to do an open-faced compliment sandwich. Um, the, the one thing I did enjoy was not so much enjoy, but appreciate was that they did carry on the through line from the first episode because they ended the first episode with the cliffhanger that the beer has pee in it. And that seems like something that is the start of a story. And I was almost, I was completely convinced they would not carry that story on, but they did somewhat unfortunately (laughs) because now we have a whole pee episode (laughs) but they at least did carry that story on so i think the way this episode ended with they reveal that sarah is underage and then she blackmails her way into a managerial position that will now be a story that carries over into episode three and at least that storyline is a bit more palatable Right, it should be less pee next episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> so there's I hope a, so. there's the compliment sandwich. <laughs> they they carried a storyline through, and then there should be less pee next episode, and then put everything else in between that bread. <laughs> <laughs> those those are good points. I, I like that uh, idea of them actually following through with it. Um, I also I liked uh, Sarah's blackmail grifter uh, character. Now, um, yes, I thought it was hilarious when his name was Mason. I think when he was like, "Man, yeah, it's it's crazy that that happened. It'd be really bad if that got out." And uh, he ended up getting <laughs> like into that Founders Club or Founders Circle or whatever. Um, I think the I, I went I said earlier that like the show is kind of for craft beer nerds who might get a joke um, and then just make fun of them for it. But I think the idea of the, the, the rival brothers themselves is kind of a joke in and of itself with uh, like Yepa and, and um, Mikel and like having these guys who are brothers just hate each other, just <laughs> making beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, so, and there's a way to make that dynamic work. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't work right now. It's also kind of annoying because, like, in one flashback scene, they were, what, like, 12 or 14 or something, and they were making beer, and then, like, oh, yeah, now we haven't spoken to each other since, and they look like they're in their late 20s, early 30s. I don't Yeah. I don't know, mid-30s. And all of a sudden, we're supposed to believe that they were just, like, they know exactly what's going on with each other. Right. And and that also kind of speaks to, like, how shallow these characters are written because they kind of do know what's going on with each other. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing, but thankfully, like thankfully, at least this episode, they did expand upon Chewie and Sarah a little bit mm-hmm. to give them some depth because the other characters are still pretty flat. So I, I will throw a, a compliment out there and it has nothing to do with the show, but the brewery space itself that they use. <laughs> I, I really want to go to a brewery that has the loading dock in the front so you can bring the food truck inside the building. And you can just walk down three or four stairs, go to the food truck, grab your food, and go back to your table. I haven't seen that before, and I want that. Um, hmm. Grist House was pretty close in their original incarnation. I don't believe I was there for their original incarnation. Yeah. And then uh, Hitchhiker did have that pop-up where they brought in their truck That's into, true. That, into yeah. that food space. So it was, in, like the, uh, it was the reverse. They brought in a beer truck into a food space. Right. <laughs> but I would love to see a brewery 
around around here in Pittsburgh be able to uh, to do that? That's just me wishful thinking. Okay. Do we know what brewery that is that they use? I mean, it's clearly a real one, right? Yeah, it, it is shot in a real brewery. I've forgotten what brewery it is. I think it's in it's somewhere in L.A., isn't it? Yeah, it is in California. Like all of that is a, correct. It's just I've mm-hmm. for, I've forgotten the name. Hmm. It's I don't know. It doesn't. I don't weigh. know. It, <laughs> we'll find it. We'll yeah, figure it doesn't it out. weigh on me to figure that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, otherwise show's still stupid it's still over like i don't know the gross out humor doesn't work and the uh, the writing is still bad because they spend all that time like so the setup is they're trying to figure out the pee and the way to get the best kind of pee and the appropriate amount of pee into the beer and so they go back to that shitty food truck with those awful characters oh, they're oh god they're the worst they are the worst but the whole premise is that adam didn't actually eat from that food truck why can't he remember that he didn't eat from that food truck (laughs) they just did all that just so they can throw those awful characters in and again pad time so it's just bad writing again it's uh yeah (laughs) i'm sorry steve but i must say you kind of did this to yourself well, I'm you're fine. the one that su- <laughs> you're the one that suggested we watch this. I know I did this to us, and I know <laughs> I do it to myself. Here's the thing: I watch shitty content all the time. Like mm-hmm. I watch I watch horror movies on Amazon Prime. This is the first one that I can bring onto this show and talk about because I can't talk about those shitty horror movies <laughs> because nobody right, else. Because I'll just be them. lost, right? Yeah, nobody else will watch them with me. At least this is content relevant. True, very true. Yeah. <laughs> it just and we didn't know when we agreed to do this. I kind of knew. I just wow. just looking at it, there's no way they could have <laughs> done it right. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll go full Parks and Rec because you got to admit the first season of Parks and Rec was not good. It doesn't matter. And it got that it better. Went, it got better, but it was nowhere near this bad. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. It's like the 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 ceiling on this show is like <laughs> you know, eh. Very low. What's the what's the worst show you can think of? Out outside of this. Oh wow. Outside of this, um, there's a oh I threw it on as background noise. I watched this and then I saw this show called Paradise PD on Netflix. What? Yeah, it's a it's an animated show. It's like an animated cop show or whatever, and it is basically this same show ramped up on the gross out humor it was even oh. more unfunny than this show <laughs> it was awful <laughs> that is impressive yeah it is terrible i was just like Ugh, i can't i can't believe i watched two really really bad shows that one i didn't even mean to watch it it just it was like <laughs> it just showed up yeah i just threw it on as background noise because it was a suggestion on netflix i guess because you had been watching bruise brothers Mm-hmm. It thought to suggest this one to watch. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll throw it on his background noise. <laughs> little did you know. Yeah, little did I know. It was another piece of shit, too. That's my big worry. I'm afraid that like all these algorithms are going to start thinking I'm a shitty human being. Right. Because I watch this. <laughs> you watch this. Uh, we also think you might like Honey Boo Boo. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that was a thing. Man, those were simpler times. 
<laughs> simpler times, simpler people. So, yes. we've got our beers. Has everybody been... Uh, Adam, did you move on to... No, I, I, I'm i still in the last couple ounces of the uh, the pumpkin here. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Michael, back to your beer, the Force Ghost. Yeah, Force Ghost. It's, uh, it's tasting a lot better now uh, than it was um, a few weeks ago when I first had it. Um, pretty standard... New England IPA. They've got a lot of uh, some some sediment down there. The, the body, yeah, you can't see that's not exposed, right? But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's my review. It's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, you you said it was pretty green when you first had it, but now it's drinking better. So yeah, that's always a plus. And uh, I am still drinking that uh, the Raz Wheat by Jackie O's and. Hey, it's still delicious. Like it's, it, it's kind of hard to fuck up a raspberry wheat beer. I've it's, it, the the only way to screw that up is just by not having wheat in it, or, or not having raspberry flavor in it. Well, no, if you don't have wheat in it, you really screwed it up. Well, yeah, you really screwed that up. But <laughs> yeah, if you just don't have raspberry flavor in it, then yeah, you screwed it up. But yeah, there's plenty of raspberry flavor. It is a little sweeter than what we usually are used to, but otherwise good beer would drink again great for moving into those summer months so with that i want to thank michael for coming on and talking beer with us and you know subjecting himself to torture (laughs) yeah guys it was was very entertaining (laughs) um so so why don't you just go ahead give out your plugs where everybody can find you what you're doing if you want to plug the top five breweries in Kentucky, you can do that too. Do whatever you want with your time. This is like uh, the hot yeah. ones. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, Kentucky is overall growing as a beer scene. Louisville is overall growing as a beer scene. Um, some news about me is actually we're, we're, myself and two other individuals, John Renane and David Satterley, uh, other two beer guys in the in the local community here. Uh, we're starting Louisville Ale Trail, a uh, brewery passport system Ooh. because Louisville needs one. So that should be coming out sometime in 2020. Um, you know, the, the shutdowns might affect that a little bit, unfortunately, but uh, we're, we're still moving ahead with that. Um, otherwise, yeah, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter, Michael D. Moeller. Um, and then Instagram, Building Breweries as well. Not Building Breweries as well, but just Building Breweries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, otherwise it's been really fun, guys. Uh, glad we got to to do this. I, I I haven't had homework in in a few years, so I was glad to <laughs> glad to have some homework that involved me watching TV. Although I think looking back, I'd much rather watch some of those bad um, documentaries or whatever I was having to watch in school back in the day. Mm, very uh, agree, but. <laughs> Oh, I, let me let me just say real quick though that, that that food truck in general sounds pretty tasty. Like the like the the idea of like having the second person to say that. <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah, no. Yeah. Like it, it's like the idea of like going and get like chicken tenders, mac and cheese. Like the the, the kids meal food truck needs to happen if it hasn't already happened. So. <laughs> yes. Our our guest last week said the same thing. No. Yeah. We're, I don't think we disagree either. It's just it's no. just funny. It's just funny that this same thing has come up this week. That's the re, it's the redeeming quality of the show. Is like that yeah. food truck idea should happen now. Yeah. Tendies and juice boxes, absolutely. <laughs> apple sli- apple slices. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all those other casts. We're on all of them, I believe. And if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than feeding your pee to a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thanks for coming on, Michael. Uh, Good time. And we'll invite you back to come on to, I believe, week eight. We're going to try to do a big Zoom conference call and have all our guests come on and we'll do a full season finale review of the show. So if you would like to come back, we'll invite you. I'll I'll, fi- I'll watch them. Okay. I've, I've watched Supernatural. Awesome. Feel free to say I've no watched, as well. <laughs> I've watched Supernatural for 15 years. I can watch eight episodes <laughs> of this Bruce Brothers show. Oh, so. six, six now. Six. You've already done two. You only got sure. six more to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, yep, we'll see you next week. Yeah.